0: Hi, Greg Perry, the Historic Preservationist. Let's continue on with um, our episodes in wood. Uh, This episode will be encompassed about figure in wood. So figure is brought out by (coughs) cutting timbers so the veneers or solid surfaces display various types of irregularities in the grain. Variations in color and a number of other internally developed or advantageous effects. So to some, it may not, you know, it's almost like a folly, a British folly. Do we really wanna see these uh, crazy things that are hidden in the wood? Sure we do, because wood is so naturally beautiful, uh, many times much more so on the inside than out. So the growth ring figures are produced by cutting through the annual layers of timbers in which marked differences occur in the wood substance developed during the early or late periods (laughs) of each growing season. They are revealed as stripes, parabolas, ellipses, and more erratic patterns appearing predominantly in plain sawn surfaces of such timbers as oak, chestnut, elm, ash, and less conspicuously in walnut, mahogany, sycamore, maple, beech, birch, and many other woods. Pigment figure results from variations in the coloring of a wood other than the contrast appearing in normal grain figures or differences in normal color zones. Depositions of the nature are characteristic of walnut, particularly Cessacian walnut, which is from California, and figured red gum, and timbers displaying irregular blackish pigment streaks or figures are also some darker timbers, such as rosewood, in which those abnormal markings are comparatively inconspicuous at times. Fiddleback figure is caused by an arrangement of wood elements as described under the term wavy grain. These markings are brought out by cutting through the crest of successive undulations in the grain of mahogany, maple, and sycamore timbers. They appear to best advantage in surfaces that have been cut along truly radial paths, but also quite effectively in some other flat cuttings. Curly figure, differing differing extensively from curly grain, is produced by irregular contortions in the wood elements which occur chiefly chiefly in the bases of large branches and trunk stock and are displayed in wavy surface markings or curls. These horizontal figures are less delicate and regular than the fiddleback patterns, often appearing in erratic or even fantastic forms that are called landscape figures. Curly figure is associated particularly with maple birch, and mahogany timbers. Other wavy figures may be described according to their size and effects as finger roll, ocean wave, etc., seagrass, while other figures that extend directly across the grain may be classified as cross figures. Model figures occur where local irregularities in the arrangement of wood elements are displayed as horizontal striations in quartered surfaces of mahogany and various other tropical woods. These cloudy markings appear in ever varying dis- distributions, either scattered through or disposed in blocks or closely grouped in striped formations. They are frequently combined with fiddleback and very often with striped figures. Raindrop figure is a type of modeling developed when single or multiple waves in the elements extends obliquely across the grain, often separated by considerable intervals of plain wood. Surface effects of this nature recall the slanting splash of raindrops on a vertical plane. Blister figure is produced by irregularities in the wood elements due to a lack of uniformity in the developmental stage of successive growth rings. Crinkled patterns are brought out by cutting through these irregularities, heavily emphasized by light-toned thread-like lines distributed in ver- ver- vernacular arrangements and presenting an effect such as may be seen in the very uneven quilted satin. This rare quilted figure is found in plain salt surfaces of mahogany um, for those today you know that are cut with a rotary saw, yes, and it may also occur in certain other woods. Stripe figure is a term that may be applied to vertical situ- uh, vertical striations appearing in radially or tangentially cut surfaces as a result of variations in the tonal values of growth rings. At time, this turn is is often used in reference to the vertical color uh, tones of bicolored woods. So as a rule, however, stripe figures are understood to designate flashier types of vertical markings produced by interlocked grain and displayed in radially cut surfaces. The undulations in character of this grain results in alternating reflections by the sun's rays and varying intensities of light as the finished surfaces are viewed from different angles and this can be seen quite heavily in curled maple um, with without any finish in its naked state move from left to right askew forty five degrees and it's it looks like you're on a cloud just floating a visual cloud floating over these wonderful flowing stri- striations and stripes so these variable striated effects occur in many tropical woods also though they are particularly characteristic in mahogany in the tropics plain stripe is the term used in reference to fairly narrow and lengthy striations which by their shaded effects are set off against the even graining of a wood surface. A ribbon stripe is broader than the usual plain stripe. A broken stripe is produced when the striations are interrupted by even graining after running for a foot or more in length. Row figure applies to striped effects in which the striations are broken up into short segments when they present a rather dappled appearance. A rope stripe refers to a twisted or cabled effect in the striations as they take a slanting course, usually parallel to one another, in unbroken or broken lines. A number of wood figures are also produced by cutting timbers through elaborately marked sections adjacent to points where large branches or roots have developed the point where a limb emerges from a tree trunk is actually a knot. Although this term is more frequently employed in reference to a cross-section of an embryonic or broken branch, which has become embedded in a tree as a trunk continued to expand in its normal growth cycle. An incipient broken and embedded or completed branch contains growth rings that are similar to but more eccentric than those formed on the tree trunk itself. So thus developed knots and cross sections of completed branches are always characterized by these concentric markings. Oyster figure or oyster shell figure describes the circular or elliptical patterns displayed by the concentric growth rings in thin cross sections or diagonally cut sections of branches. These sections or modes are modes, or known as oyster pieces and surfaces of tables, and usually applied to commodes, cabinet, mirror frames, etc. With this type of veneering laid, as parquetry panels or borders are said to be oystered or decorated with oystering. Crotchwood. Crotchwood is formed below the point where the tree trunk forms into the two first two large branches, resulting from all those distortions between those two branches or legs in the elements of growth when they have diverted in approaching to the bifurcation. This development may continue for six feet or more in large growth of mahogany, and it is plainly indicated in the figuring of tangentially cut veneers the spreading direction of the crotch of the elements is revealed in catenary curves or inverted arcs forming what is commonly accepted as a swirl figure. In addition, when cutting teaches reaches the centermost portion of the crotch in the log where the greatest stresses or and compression is concerned, a feather or plume-like formation penetrates deeply or divides the swirl figure. This feathering distinguishes veneers from a full crotch figure from those obtained before it has been reached through swirl-figured veneers may also be classified as crotch wood. It will be noticed that in illustrations that feather crotch and crotch swirl veneers, as well as those with simple swirl figures, were almost invariably laid upon vertical surfaces with the grain running in the opposite direction to that in which it takes in the tree. So I hope everyone enjoyed that. Uh, You know, so finishing up our our section there uh, on trees, uh, particularly figure in trees. So a a lot of terms, I'm sure a lot of the listeners have heard over the years, but hopefully bringing light to some specifics where the... uh, where they're they're exactly located in branch and trunk stock and how they got their names. So uh, Greg Perry, the Historic Preservationist, signing out.